Hello, beautiful. You are listening to Stepping into the Light with Julia Treat. That's me, your host from juliatreat.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you are finding your way on your beautiful journey with grace and ease. So I want to talk today about soulmates. I'm just wondering, do you think that you have just one true soulmate? One twin flame? There's so much talk about twin flames and true soulmates. And I think, well, I don't think. I I speak to a lot of people doing what I do during sessions, readings, and healing sessions, and you name it, coaching, that... One thing I've noticed is that people really get hung up on the fact that they feel like they have one true soulmate or that they'll never find another soulmate like the one they lost, whether it's because they passed away or lost them during, you know, a journey together and and decided to go different ways. But I'm here to tell you, You have more than one true soulmate, okay? There is what? Now we're looking at upwards almost 8 billion people on the planet. You got more than one soulmate. I I can tell you that. (laughs) And so I wanted to talk about this because our hearts are, you know, so many people, your hearts are just aching for that soulmate or why haven't they shown up yet or I'll never find one that will love me. Excuse me, love me like he or she did, or you know, it's all the bullshit stories we start telling ourselves. And so, there's so many people out wandering and looking, and they're waiting for just that perfect soulmate to show up. And it's, I hear it time and time again. I was just counting the other day when I was thinking about talking about this, I was like counting how many true soulmates I felt that I had. And at the time when I was in it, you know, this is the one. I can't live without this person. This is my true soulmate. And we're meant to be together forever. And this is going to, you know, I think a lot of you can relate. We've had those relationships, even from my teenage years. And yet, that relationship ended in whatever form or fashion. And I did live through it. And I moved on. And I found the next soulmate. I've had a lot of very awesome and amazing relationships in my life. I have. Beautiful souls that I loved and that loved me back. I had lots of relationships that weren't the greatest. But I truly have had many soulmates. We even have soulmates that are guiding us from the other side that aren't here this time in physical form, but they're still helping us. I heard from a woman who did a past life regression. She actually did it through my uh, program, Journey of the Soul. It is uh, a program that I have on my website, but you actually get it for free when you purchase Spiritual Boot Camp. So she got into the boot camp and she started the Journey of the Soul program, which There are a couple of meditations that take you into past lives. 
And she reached out because she had connected with what she felt. She saw the lifetime with her true soulmate. And she knew that she has not met that person this time. That she has not met that soulmate yet. And so she was, you know, I think it, it was kind of, she was a little distraught because I understand what she felt. Because when you have that true soulmate love, that connection, and especially if you've seen a past life and you know that you haven't met that person yet, your heart begins yearning for that. Especially if you're in a relationship that you are not feeling either fulfilled or loved or understood and all that stuff. And so I could feel her pain when she reached out. But she said she had connected with her soulmate and it was so moving and so just amazing, yet very sad. Now those aren't her exact words, but I, that was the gist I was getting. But it, it made her sad because she you know, began thinking, I may never meet that person or be that happy. And this is someone who's married and is not super happy, yet has made the statements, I don't want to get divorced. And it always comes through in readings that we are, we are here to be happy. And I understand so many people stay together for their children. I understand the reason behind it that for some reason you think that's better for them. But in readings, it always the same answer and guidance from the angels always comes through, that you're here to teach your children about love. And it doesn't mean just saying it and hugging them and making them feel safe and that you're always watching over them. You're teaching them how to be with a partner and you're teaching them what it feels like to be with a partner in love and not in love. So I don't know if that even makes sense the way I said that. So no matter what your face looks like, what your mannerisms are, your vibration, your energy, your aura, all of that, your children are picking up on that. They may not be able to verbalize what it means, but really when you look at your relationships, you know, this woman that said, I, I don't want to get divorced, but I'm not happy at all. I mean, I actually, I don't think there was any bit of her marriage. So <laughs> she didn't convince me of anything. I don't think she named one thing that she was happy about. Yet she's saying, I don't want to get divorced. So you know me, I'm a big, uh, I'm going to preach all day long about watching your words and your thoughts because that creates your vibration. And so she saw this beautiful relationship that she had in a past life. And she wanted to know, does this mean I won't meet this person here? Or I haven't met this person yet. And I so I didn't reach back because I can't. I can't like, I just can't because I take really good care of me and I can't respond to every message. And, but I so wanted, I thought, you know, this would be a really good podcast so that others can hear this. I can say this, I, I can say this and, and feel pretty confident with what I'm receiving about this. To this woman and anyone else wondering, am I going to meet my soulmate? The answer is, there is a very, 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 very high possibility that you could meet your soulmate, your true soulmate, or one of them, one of the hundreds and thousands. There's more than one, remember. 
but your chances are much slimmer if you are staying in a relationship that you are unhappy in, waiting for that soulmate to show up so then you can leave it then. Get my drift? I'm not going to say it never happens because it does. It has. But if you're staying in a relationship, praying for that soulmate to show up to rescue you somehow or to give you that reason to leave finally. I, <laughs> I really have to throw this out. I even had a woman that just kept praying that her husband would die, and he did. And that was like, you know, that's, hey, whatever, that was her story. Like, that's what happened in her life. But you understand that so much of it is taking back your power? And it doesn't mean like every one of us that's unhappy is with some asshole or bitch or, <laughs> you know, bad person. It just means our power is, it's stepping into your power and saying, I'm not happy. And it's about fucking time I am. I've lived my life making everyone else happy. And why in the hell... Have I overlooked myself? Because that, my dear, is just being a martyr. That is being a victim. That is pouring your heart and soul out to everyone else like I am, I am the savior and then living in resentment and anger because that is what's happening inside of you. Sadness, all that stuff that you're burying deep. As you put a smile on your face and say all is well. And really what you're doing is you are giving all of the time and never allowing yourself to receive. So we have many soulmates. And what if just by waiting for that perfect one or like, I know people, I'm not kidding. I, I see it all the time. It's not that they have a piece of paper and they're checking things off, but they have a screening process. Some people I know very well that I'll see. It's funny that the way that the universe shows me, it's like this, they show me this, this it, well, they show me the paper with the checklist, but energetically they're just showing me that. That's not what the people are doing, but they're showing me that they're, measure, they're, they're putting everyone up to that checklist and seeing if they measure up. And if there's one thing off on that list, maybe two, maybe they'll bend on one. But if there's two, two things that person does that they don't like, uh-uh. And I'm going to, you know, you could really be missing out on not only some fun experiences, just some fun, light experiences, having fun together, meeting a new person, making a new friend, having sex with some, you know, new sex with someone, like whatever. Nothing like brand new fun sex with, with strangers, right? It's, it's fun that way, getting to know each other. You're seeing what pushes each other's buttons, what you can get away with and stretching the limits and... Don't miss out on the fun. However you've lost your soulmate, there's another one. There is another soulmate waiting just for you. And if you've lost your soulmate to, um, I'm going to say death, but I don't call it death. I look at it as 
death rebirth going home like i you know i don't even want to use that word death that's not how, what it is that's not how i connect with it but if you've lost your your soulmate because they have passed away don't say that i guess they will send you the perfect person for you because who knows you better and they want you to be happy. They do not want you sitting down here crying and grieving and saying, I will never date another because it's cheating on you. That is, they are so far from that energy. And one more thing I want to point out before I close this podcast today is, again, when you're you know, number one, ask the angels to bring in your soulmate, get you ready for your soulmate, get your soulmate ready for you, whatever that means. And it doesn't mean you, we're going to wait to connect until we're both healed completely and then everything's going to be perfect. Holy moly, hell no. I have heard so many people say that your twin flame, when they show up, everything will be perfect. Perfect. I beg to differ. The reason being, our soulmates, our true soulmates, our twin flame, they do show up to help us, how do I say, balance things out. You know the old saying, opposites attract? Well, it's true. It's like we can sit back and point out all the things we don't like about our soulmate or who we're with and and it's all the things that perhaps we aren't or that they're here to teach us. So you'll have one that's maybe really an extrovert or bubbly or, um, you know, a people person. And they'll be with someone who is not, is a little shy, doesn't like to be the life of the party, doesn't want to be in the limelight. Sometimes that's the soulmates that meet. Sometimes you have the two soulmates that they're both the life of the party. Again, if we stay away from the rules of how someone should show up and what they should be like, because we're here to grow together, to love, to learn compassion for one another, forgiveness. And our true lesson is about unconditional love. So for any of you that are thinking either I ruined it, I lost the one and only soulmate, or my soulmate passed away and there's never, ever, ever, ever going to be another one, or I have this checklist that I need to make sure they measure up to before I even give them a hello, <laughs> give them a chance, I just encourage you to take a deep breath and let it go. Let it go. Let it all go. Call the angels for help. Let go of the control, because that's all it is. It's just you trying to control it. Things turn out far better when we call on the angels and God and universe for help. And we let go of the reins. We just hand it over. You know that song, Jesus, take the wheel. Here you go. Here's the wheel. Take it. I'm ready for my soulmate. If that's the person I'm with, I'm ready to start this healing chapter. I'm ready to get this rolling. I'm ready to be in love again. If it's not, then help us fall out of love together 
let us fall out gracefully with kindness, compassion, with love. Like, you understand, like, these are the things you need to ask for. Ask for specific things. Jesus, take the wheel. Show me the way. Allow myself to receive love. Allow myself to step out of my box, my rules. Because past pain, either from this lifetime or past lifetimes, that causes that armor to go up. And we think the armor's keeping out all the bad stuff, but it's keeping everything out. Just let go of it all and give yourself a, a chance to love. If you're with someone that you wonder, gosh, is this, are we still soulmates? Is this, then uh, go back to doing stuff you used to do when you were in love. Go on dates again, date night. Get a babysitter if you have kids. Rent a hotel room, motel room. Do something crazy. Do it in the car, whatever. <laughs> whatever it is you did. Liven it up. I think that's enough for now. And um, keep an eye out. I'm going to be doing a podcast about the, the O word. You know, the O word that goes along with sex. I just said it that way because um, a lot of parents say that they have their kids listen to these. <laughs> and I will give you a heads up for that podcast so that you can, um, you know me, I'm like, hey, teach the, let the kids hear everything. But this one coming up might not be appropriate for little kids unless you really want to explain what the O means, what happens. Okie doke. Okay. You have a wonder-filled day or evening whenever you're listening to this. If you ever get a chance, a few moments, please, wherever you're listening to this, whether it's iTunes, Stitcher Radio, wherever, please leave me some stars. It means a lot to me, truly does. And, you know, if you have time, even leave me a review because I do love to read them. They make me giggle because they're just so fucking cool. <laughs> you guys are great. I'll talk to you tomorrow. God bless.